Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here with On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We are getting things ready for summer, uh, not my beach bod, though, uh, by heating things up with adult film stars and stand-up comedians Wesley Woods and Sylvia Sage on the house, with my twin sister, my guest co-host, celebrity fitness expert, best-selling author, and TV personality, and ballerina? Yes, Craig Ramsey is here, so raise a glass and let the drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet And most poor suckers are starving to death I'd like to propose a toast This is On The Rocks with Alexander Coming at you live Where I drink with your favorite celebrities As we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture Reality TV And, well, that's about it So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass To On The Rocks Fashion your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Lord have mercy, it is going to be a bumpy night. You never know what's going to happen on On The Rocks Radio Show Live. Buttons and bows and pantyhose, this is On The Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. If I was in the Harry Potter world, and Kurt, listen up, because I know you love your Harry Potter. Okay. Ooh, double entendre already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would be in the house of Blizzard. Why Blizzard, you say? Because it's a house of bitchy wizards. Blizzards. Oh. <laughs> oh. No? Okay. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you. I, I said this one on Facebook. You know, every day I, th- you know, I wanted to do something funny to keep my humor up. Nobody liked it. Nobody got it. I'm like, you need wizards, kids. blizzards. You, you, because <laughs> need kids. You do because to clean my house, maybe. <laughs> bad gay dad jokes. Oh, That's bad. What this is. <laughs> I'll ask Andy Cohen for those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a big thank you to Stoli for supplying us our vodka today. Stoli, thanks, Stoli. Hey. Expect drunk tweets from us later. <laughs> um, and if you're not drinking, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. <laughs> drunk texting is literally the only sport I'm good at, for which I have won awards if you consider community service an award <laughs> first place Naughty. <laughs> i think some of us might know about that <laughs> i know i'm like i pulled up a close second yeah, it's like uh where do i have to volunteer this week okay <laughs> awesome Lindsay lohan uh hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, united broadcasting network play rfm stitcher tune in satchel itunes google play and spotify wow. Of course, we are Facebook Live right now on Trending Now in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and on the West Coast on GED Magazine, Gay Entertainment Directory, the largest LGBT print and online magazine on the West Coast, and nationally on Queer 40. Check out my movie news now with video on Queer40.com. This week I talk about Disney Little Mermaid casting. Guess who got cast as Ariel? Hey. <gasps> Glees Lea Michelle. No, are you kidding me? Now, before everybody freaks out, this is announced casting for the Hollywood Bowl concert version only, not the film. I don't care. I'm still out of here. I know. I'm like, (laughs) what? It's like... I hope she gets off her shift at Arby's. I have I have history with her. We'll go oh, you do? Oh, oh wow. She lived with me for a month in L.A. I was, oh. in, I was in Fiddler with her. She hit on me day one of Fiddler on the Roof rehearsal. She oh, was a, a wee child. She was like 14 years old. Was she playing one of the daughters? One of the daughters, yeah. One of the two oh, youngest daughters oh with uh, Molly Ephraim, who yeah. went so on when to big stuff as well. You let a 14-year-old live with you then? No, she... She's a gay man. What's going to happen? I did that for a couple of years. And when we came to L.A., um, when she first came here and she was auditioning for, for Glee, I made sure she was you know, oh, well taken care of. Okay. I told her mom I would take... A good fairy I would watch out for her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Godfather. And then nothing. Zilch. Didn't hear a word from her. And then like two years later, I 
Bruce here at Fitness Factory and I'm with um, a client that goes, oh my God, there's Leah Michelle. Oh my God, don't look now. And I said, don't look. I said, oh, hey, how are you? And right away she goes like this and, and she goes, hi, Craig. I said, don't hi, Craig me. And I went over to the treadmill and just read her. Hollywood has affected her in such a negative way. She is she has disowned she's disowned <laughs> Broadway. She will I doubt that she'll ever get an opportunity to go back because of, of how she's acted. Wow. Good luck, Leah Michelle. And you cannot burn your bridges on Broadway, and I'm sure in like the adult nope. film industry, it's a small circle. Do not mm. burn that your bridges. That always extends yeah. into Hollywood, Everything into reality else. TV, into all these things. And I reached out to her during my show, Thinnervention. Yeah. Uh, because one of the girls was auditioning for the Glee project at that time, and she she didn't get back to me at all, pretended like she didn't even know me, and then John Groff was so sweet and said, absolutely, yeah. let me do whatever you can do. So, Leah Michelle, good luck. But here's what happens Cheers. to every major show. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you, Starling. Yeah. But here's what happens to every major show, such as Walking, uh, the, the Walking Dead, um, any one of the big shows that's like really famous for a while, all those younger stars that are new, their heads get super big and then the show loses its steam right. or they get canceled, God forbid. Yeah. I mean, she is uh, a big star and she's talented. I'll give her all of that. She's just not a very nice, kind person that remembers mm. her roots. That's she's it. the Catherine Heigl of cute. like music. Um, kind of Robin Givens-ish too. Like oh, attitude for years and then... That's a blast from the past. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Docs! Do you guys even know that Robin Givens? Oh, no. Oh. Oh my God! <laughs> well, you'll look it up later. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right now. Anyway, right now. so but Lindsay Lohan has been begging to be cast in Disney's live-action remake as Ariel. Number one, I don't feel like she's no. begging for anything. She is. <laughs> she had her little beach club show, and now she thinks she's back on it. Uh, but like Disney would never cast Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I think they no. should. She's like the DUI queen. Yes, she like, is. It would be like casting me as a fucking Ariel. I would love like, that. <laughs> like part of your world. Yes, right. madam. I would love that. So, but Lindsay Lohan responded to this casting notice with some shade, and she just typed "huh" with question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh. I under the sea, under the shade. Boo boo. <laughs> That's a frightening. I did not. You know didn't know that. that? No. Oh yeah. I mean, I wish her well. I, I don't want. To, I don't want to come off as bitter because no, I'm truly nice not. To I just invest in her um, because I cared about her, not because I thought she'd become famous right. or ultra famous or any of these things. And a lot of the people that I love near dear to my heart and on Broadway, she has dissed. Oh. So. Don't forget your roots. Yep. Yeah. Your roots are showing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah they are. Yeah. Uh, this show is brought to you in media partnership with Here TV. Here TV reaches millions of viewers each month, has been produced, uh, has even produced Academy Award winning films, in addition to receiving three daytime Emmy Award nominations and her first Emmy for their new documentary about the advocate on the rocks now appears on Amazon Prime, Facebook Watch, HereTV.com, and Here TV app for free. Yes. Basically everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have some other syndication news coming soon, but that'll come next week. Our website has been updated. It looks beautiful. You don't need to go anywhere else uh, but visit our syndicates, but go to ontherocksradioshow.com. <laughs> we always have uh, all of our episodes, video and audio on there. Mama Rose is in the chat room on ubngo.com and Facebook. Ask her your question. She'll answer it. If it's a burning question, she's going to text me and I will answer it here on the air. Um, and she's done her research, by the way. Yeah. She, she has done a lot of research on oh, you guys. Be scared. Be sorry, scared. Mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, maybe you'll learn a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, keep her busy. She's next to a bottle of vodka. I don't need her drunk setting me up on Match.com again. Yeah. Uh, last time she <laughs> set me up with a manager of Baskin Robbins. Oh. Double Scoop was just a stage name. <laughs> oh, no. Hilarious. All of us at first are like, oh, that doesn't sound I was that like, bad. that's not that bad. I, I miss like, that. We love our ice cream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do love we do our ice love cream. Our ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I did date somebody that worked at Subway, 
And after hours, we were behind the counter. Two girls, one cup. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Y'all were making a sandwich? Oh my God, Craig Ramsey. <laughs> of course I know that. Oh my God. Who doesn't know that? Um, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt's one like, cup what? of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kurt, hello to our engineer. Hello, Kurt. How excited are you for Kurt. Avengers Endgame? Uh, I already have my tickets. I know. So you I'm got them like day one, right? Yeah, I got them at like six in the morning. Oh my God. The only no. thing you'll wake up at six in the morning for. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. Kurt, we have to be at call time. No. No. <laughs> That's professional, man. Yeah. Right. Wow. Cause he's like he's a, like you love everything sci-fi fantasy yeah I'll, like I'll, comic cons and things. I've the never been to Comic Con. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to go, but it's a good time. Yeah. Well, I've been to yeah, his house. His go. house is literally wall to wall memorabilia and, and like things. Like you change the TV with the Harry Potter wand. Like oh, oh my that's god, so that's cool. amazing! Yeah. Or at least I was trying to. Do you have yeah. a girlfriend? I, I, I think I, yeah, like, I might have had one or two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was really convinced. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. No, they do have a remote. Yeah, though. they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Everything is there. He's he's actually married. Oh, you are. Yeah. So your your wife's fine with that? Like, really? well, I've kind of dragged her into it. Keep her around, dude. Yeah, exactly. Keep her, keep her around. <laughs> they go to Disneyland like twice a day. They go to Universal <laughs> Studios like day. every day. Oh, like, that's literally. sweet. Yeah, well, they I have season lot. passes to Disney World. Oh, or Disney God, I love that. But like magical. every day. How it's magical? Like, Why not? I don't want to grow up either. That they have the food so and wine festival right to. now. It's See, awesome. That's the only reason I go. I hate going to Disneyland because the kids. Yeah. The kids are. I would pay four hundred dollars if they were to say from nine p.m. to four in the morning. It's twenty-one over. I'd pay four hundred dollars for that experience. They do have booze now there. Yes. Disneyland but it's like oh. dignified booze. You know, my yeah. booze is like fill it up, and they're like. Mm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but I mean, those environments are kind of adult-like, of sorts. Kind of, Ish. kind of. Uh, but the new Star Wars land is going to have an actual cantina with hard liquor. Oh, and I'll be yeah. And you researched this already? Oh, yes, <laughs> I did. I'm like press pass. Uh, anyway, Kurt, do you have a pun for us? Uh, of course, I always You're have so a pun. So funny. Go ahead. So uh, ma maintaining a healthy diet is a um, piece of cake. Oh my God. No, Kurt. <laughs> More dad jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Straight dad jokes, Do gay you know, dad jokes. Our listeners, this, <laughs> like, your daddy? They, they, uh, who is your daddy? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Brandon's your daddy. Who's the daddy? Brandon? Or Everyone thinks dad, that Brandon is the daddy. Because oh, uh, he, he's actually only six years older than me, but I think that we look a little more wider spread than that. Don't oh, you think? Oh. People tell us that. I mean, come on. Yeah. You're not going to get in trouble. I don't know. Am he's I not watching. Now I gotta beat him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's working right now. He'll probably look at it later. But, <laughs> but he, everyone thinks it's it's him. Um, I think we share that role. I think it's good Aww. to be versatile, don't you? Yeah. Totally. I, look at Wesley. Like, I would totally be in the middle. Okay, fair enough. And and you'll go you'd back be our and teenager. Yeah. yeah I thought Brandon teenager. was the daddy until huh. we went to like a drag show together, and I was like, ah. like he threw his pantyhose on stage, and oh, it was yeah, all yeah, over yeah, for from, sure. From there. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that, Kurt. That was very uh, informative and enlightening. Oh. Uh, God, uh, straight people. Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at On the Rocks on Air. Facebook On the Rocks Radio Show. Send me an email. Book me for a funeral. Quinceanera Briss. <laughs> I don't care. I will be there. Info at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com. We are going to be getting this show on the road. But you want to join me on the road? Uh, here are my upcoming. Appearances. This Friday, I'm guest auctioneer for Laguna Beach Pride's fundraiser at Nirvana Grill in Laguna Beach starting at 6 p.m. for a one-time special event, uh, silent auction and raffle fundraiser. They're giving away hotel stays at Surf and Sand Resort Laguna Beach, the Hilton in Huntington Beach, three-course dinner and wine for six guests for smooth jazz Sunday brunch uh, at Spaghettini, which is pretty good. Uh, white party tickets and blah, blah, blah. So go be there Friday. Mm, I'll be there from nice. 6 to 10. I get alcohol because I'm going to help out my homeland of Laguna Beach. So 
Come every hour, I'll be more and more interested. <laughs> Come towards the end. Yeah, like, ah, free alcohol. tickets for everybody. <laughs> yes. Uh, LagunaBeachPride.org. And we'll talk about OC because you guys were in OC. We, oh, were, yeah. we were, yeah. Like San Juan Capistrano, which is like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like they have like a mission there. Oh, yeah. I used to say, I was a cantor there for 13 years at Mission San Juan. That's so funny. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. such an interesting moment. Yes. Moving on. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we'll talk about it. Uh, Thursday, <laughs> April 27th, I returned to Santa Ana College for their second annual drag education, a fun evening with drag history, performances, Q&As. Tickets are only $10. We sold out last year, and it's like a 600-seat theater. Um, so buy your tickets early. Go to sac.edu slash communication for more info. Also, Saturday, May 18th, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at West Hollywood Park in West Hollywood, I will serve as MC for Vanderpump Dogs World Dog Day with all the Bravo liberties you could shake a stick at. Get it? Shake a stick and it's dogs. Wesley needs to be there with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Jax would be like, mm, maybe. Those, uh, community, <laughs> those community service hours. Yes, that's, that's right. Um, I will be on stage and I'll be playing uh, MC with the cast of Vanderpump Rules and Lisa Vanderpump for their dog show, which they are filming for Bravo, by the way. It's the third uh, day that they're filming, so they're going to throw all the drama at it. Is Kyle going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yes. Uh, also, that night, I'm returning to Long Beach Pride's hottest party, Overboard. This year, I'm hosting with RuPaul's Raja. Go to OverboardLBC.com to get your early bird tickets. Last but not least, join me for Gay Wine Weekend, three-day celebration of food, wine, and the ambiance of wine country for our LGBTQ, LMNOP community and friends, winemaker dinners, winery tours, drag queen brunch that I am emceeing, and wine auction. People from all over the nation come to this, and it's hundreds of wonderful people July 18th through the 21st. So I'm telling you in advance time to make your travel plans. So there. Go to, and we need to do Stretch a Reason to Wine. So there, yes. Gaywineweekend.com. Okay, let's get the show on the Fun. road. Let me formally reintroduce no stranger to On the Rocks, Mr. Craig Ramsey. His approach to wellness is one of the most unique and effective ways of promoting health, movement, and self-care. Colin Farrell called him a genius. Yes, he did. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure he had other words, too. He did. Uh, <laughs> he called me a naughty, naughty girl. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's what he did. For Colin Farrell and his new haircut, I would be a naughty, naughty girl, too. I haven't too. seen his new haircut, but I would it's do anything. It's in Dumbo, which is the only reason uh, he goes to He could that. shave it and he'd still be. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's true. It, yeah. um, also, Sharon Osbourne said, he's brilliant. That's what she said of you. That was my Sharon Osbourne. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Uh, Craig is listed as one of the People Magazine's top fitness experts. Uh, Craig's first foray into television was on Bravo's The Intervention, where he co-hosted with Jackie Warner, then again as a standout gay couple on Bravo's international hit show, Newlyweds, the first year, which they ran away with the whole show. Uh, he has also appeared on Shaws of Sunset, regularly trains a number of the Bravo liberties, currently hosts He's Fit on the Hey Queen Network. He's also had a successful career on Broadway as one of the most well-known triple threats and has appeared on sitcoms such as Two Broke Girls, Soap Operas, Plays, and Feature Films. Last year, he appeared on the East Coast in Mamma Mia, returning to the show, oh, uh, playing one of the dads. In fact, we have we have a picture of you in, in costume. There it is. There it is. Oh. Mamma Mia. Oh. 20 years after oh uh, doing God. the original pre-Broadway. Which is crazy. So you are one of the original ensemble members. So and then the show went to Broadway. That's crazy. Yeah, second youngest member in the, oh, in the original show. That's in fact, crazy. some of the movements that you created as the ensemble are seen in every single production, whether it's Vegas or if, across if, the world. If it was nowadays, it would be a Hamilton situation where we definitely get a percentage, yeah. you know, which is which is a shame. But the experience alone yeah. gave me everything. Yeah. It brought me into the U.S. It got me eventually, you know, my husband and everything Wait, brought I you know. into the U.S.? Where are you from? Canada. Oh. 
Yeah. You, you can okay. tell by, by his no, manners, number one. And I didn't catch boom. it. Yeah, and those, like, mountain yeah, man arms. I didn't catch I'm it. Yeah, sorry I, I didn't I mean, say I get that it. before. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, he's totally it, yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Uh, um, but most recently, and I, we're going to talk about the story, uh, which I love, Craig returned to his ballet roots for the Royal Winnipeg Ballet's production of Romeo and Juliet, returning 20 years after attending school there in a very touching story that we're going to get into. Oh. Please welcome back to On the Rocks, Craig Ramsey! Thank you! You're my agent manager when I hear that. <laughs> Thank you, Alexander. Um, so I'm obsessed with uh, the Royal Winnipeg Ballet story. It was a story I was able to write on for Bear World Magazine. Thank you for doing that. Uh, of, of course, please. Um, but you guys got so much press. Tell our listeners from, from your words, because yeah. hearing it, you're like, oh, that's a great story. But it is an amazing story, um, and I want our listeners uh, and viewers to Very, hear very it. brave, bold move of the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. I trained there 22 years ago. Uh, basically, everyone that's in the company now wasn't even born when I was there. So, <laughs> just put it in perspective. Um, but I recently went there last summer to visit my friend Catherine Reeford, who also trained there 20 years ago. And we both decided back then are we going to do ballet or are we going to do Broadway? And we went to the Broadway route. And uh, unfortunately, because I was on full scholarship there, the people that were in power at that point didn't want anything to do with me for 15 years. Probably, for, I mean, I understand. They invest in you and you leave and, and then they, right. you know, they wanted to groom me for the company. But I visited her there that summer and we went into that building and there's a lot of fresh blood there and um, they were so inviting and they wanted to talk about what my feelings were about, you know, being shunned for 15 years and things like that. And then, um, to my surprise, uh, f uh, in November, they called and offered Catherine and I to go back and star in Romeo and Juliet with them. Oh, wow. Which a ballet company has really never done um, because, you know, not only did we just were in the, in the school, we were never in the company to begin with. Wow. So they had confidence with their school program and they wanted to give us the opportunity to perform together um, and back at, at where it all started and because Catherine has terminal brain cancer. Oh, my and God. And she was diagnosed... Um, uh, almost six years ago mm. and given two years to six years max 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 to live and she uh, hits that mark in uh, June this year mm. and she's got two young kids and they wanted to give uh, her the opportunity the, the family the wow. opportunity to see her on stage one last time Wow oh and you guys so were roommates much. in New York in Toronto, a, a, LA yeah I was actually her guardian in Toronto because she was mm. only like three years younger than me but I was so mature I mean who's your daddy yeah <laughs> taking uh, care of Leah Michelle and, yeah, and everybody goodness. and taking care of myself and a couple of my gentlemen friends at the time you know, of course <laughs> oh I'm oh, just saying I live oh. my life too I, I didn't I wasn't just caretaker <laughs> well, but we actually have a picture of you guys you're super young um, but uh, well that's super super oh you uh, Kurt play, play this oh, picture my this God. is where it all started this is a little troublemaker oh. Look how adorable. Wearing like, short gay. shorts, even okay. though. Yeah, look at those short shorts. Who wears so short shorts? Um, but th there's, th there's the picture. Yeah. The one, yeah, there it is. Oh, we have a picture just like that, don't we? Oh, you guys, you guys are, are all the next generation Catherine and Craig. Right. <laughs> um, what I love is that you guys traveled for all these major cities doing shows, but you guys never appeared on stage together until this opportunity. Yeah, we, we lived in cities together, including in New York, and we did separate Broadway uh, shows. We have so much history together that we truly are soulmates of, of sorts. Aww. I know more about her, and we were able to have these easy conversations about even like her, her death that she's not able to have with her husband and mother who just simply cannot um, give her that kind of respect in a way. Like, she wants to talk about it. 
So for me to be there and, and be able to witness mm -hmm. this, this is a woman that had um, uh, open craniotomy. Uh, wow. She had a great grapefruit-sized tumor removed. Her speech was affected. So knowing Catherine before and knowing her now, it's good that I was there and it was smart that the Royal Winnipeg um, had invited me, not only to give me my, my moment yeah. to shine and show what I've been up to with numerous uh, Broadway shows and such, but I had to hold her hand. Like mm -hmm. every time we came off stage or every time in rehearsal, she'd look at me and go, what's next? And that's not Catherine, mm. or I'd see just exhaustion, and she can't visually see past like um, uh, like six or eight feet. Mm -hmm. So wow. um, here she is performing, but my husband saw it, and um, in this goes with the reviews. They said it was the most glorious uh, performance of Lady Capulet that has ever been done in, with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet, and I think it was 50, 60 years wow, of them doing that's it. Wow, so crazy. Well, and the role of Lady Powerful. Capulet is a strong woman with Mature. this with this kind of uh, dichotomy with, with, with Lord Capulet. And I mean, Tybalt, it's, you know, yeah. her love affair with Tybalt, yeah. and then his, when he dies, and Catherine had to throw her body down like this, and when mm. she looks up, everything just has such passion, because yeah. no one knows that kind of dramatics like someone in her situation where she, she honestly didn't know if she was going to live the next day. Wow. Every day that it, it, she, show, she showed up, she goes, I'm just so grateful to be able to be here and be present. Even if I have a bad MRI, which she, mm -hmm. she has um, every three months, she said she would live of that two more months. Um, and yeah, so it's heart, it's heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah. Oof, yeah. But what, what a beautiful way to, to, to leave your signature and for, for life to come full circle. And what I love about you returning to ballet is we know in entertainment genres now have to cross over. Yeah. As an entertainer, you can't just say, oh, I just do Broadway, because then you limit yourself. Or I'm just right. a singer. Now you have to act. You have to be mm -hmm. a singer. You have to be a dancer. You have to be able to dance ballet, uh, pop, hip hop. You have to be able to dance on So You Think You Can Dance ballet to so unique, Fosse. Though. I mean, I have to say, I was terrified. I took ballet for two years. You, you get Did it. You? I was awful. <laughs> I was awful. I doubt you were awful. I Come wish on. we had pictures of that. Yeah. Oh, mama? <laughs> yeah, no. Mama. <laughs> That's your question for Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Pull those pictures out. But I was good at tap because I'm more, like, I, the way you, you, like you can see the way I carry my body is yeah. very exact. So tap was great. And the ballet. musicality yeah. of that, too. Yes. I, I think that that's what going back to the ballet world terrified me was, can, can I do what I could do before? No, I can't. Mm -hmm. I have glimpses of it, and that's what I wanted to offer myself. So I dropped 30 pounds in th about three and a half weeks. Wow. Um, which was, I mean, my body's quite big and I have a lot of muscle uh, on, on my structure that I shouldn't have because of ego and bodybuilding reasons. Muscle that you shouldn't have? I've, nobody's ever said, oh, I'm sorry, that's too much muscle. Nobody's ever said too uh, much yes, they do. Yes, they yes, they do. Yes, they I say it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you're good. You're not at too much muscle. But, <laughs> no, but you, it you, you're so tiny. <laughs> I have never For seen now. you this this tiny. And I gained about about 18 back of the 30. Um, but my my composition is changing. So now that I, I have my, had my fun, I've relaxed a little bit. I'm going to go back into um, being able to move with ballet, which will be another 20 pounds off and tighten up. Well, what I loved about your Instagram stories and, and your post was that you shared the struggles that you had. You shared how your body changed. You shared, there was mm. one where you kind of did a side-by-side -side post because your movement is very, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. even Broadway dance, like even fit on the room. As a big guy, like I still have all that yes, flexibility. Yes, you very flexible. <laughs> but, but I was able to move with more confidence because I knew I wasn't going to get injured, like tear my meniscus, things like that. And then I, I, my fear was was taking company class, not even the show itself because that's rehearsed and you have a lot of time mm -hmm. to do that. But company class, it's the mind with the body. It's all, right. and it was there. 
So if anyone's ever taken dance, my advice to you is it doesn't have to be with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet or ABT or anything. It, it, it's for yourself. Go take a dance class. Put on music and just move your body with that kind of confidence again. Yeah. Oh, I need so that. It feels so good. It's so freeing. We're going to go take a pole dancing class. Those are hard. Yeah. Yeah, I, you couldn't get good. me near. I'd be, I'd be one of those like Instagram videos that you see. It's like fail where the pole like falls it's down. M- it's more for me. He knows exactly what he's doing when oh. it comes to dancing and moving and doing uh, all that. But I have dancing. I have no dance skills. Like I'm the girl who sits down because I know better. Like it's that it's really bad. bad. But I, and wouldn't you say, Craig? Most of the limitations that you have are actually what you put on yourself. Oh yeah, they're like, mine. I think we should all go take like a ballet class just to see like what probably happens. Right. Oh my god! I all, th- to do that, but also start stretching. Uh, a body mm-hmm. that is too inflexible to move can't properly execute any dance class, even yeah. a tap one because your ankles will be yeah. too tight. So stretching for 20 minutes every night is something that I, I think people don't you just do, simply yeah. do not do. Don't do. And it yeah. would open up a new world. Craig, is reaching for the remote considered stretching? <laughs> <laughs> if you're that tight and you put your glutes at the very back of the couch <laughs> and you reach, maybe. Do you, know oh maybe. Many, do you know how many Netflix shows I've seen because it's just like, it's play next, press stop. Yes. You, don't to, like, you don't need to play there. next. Yeah, I anymore. I think it just no, goes. It ju- that's what it I mean. So I watch, I'm like, yeah. oh, I might as well watch this and then I binge watch yeah, it. Go, I'm like, go to stand up and then you're like, no, just yeah. sit down again. Yeah. I'm good. But then it asks, are you still watching? And it goes to that black screen and then yeah. you see a reflection. You're like, oh. <laughs> it's like death becomes her before she changes. And you're looking at yourself like this. <laughs> oh no, I am still watching. Uh, speaking of stretching, which we're all going to, uh, <laughs> you do a series of events all around the nation. Um, drunk stre- fitness, <laughs> drunk fitness. Which, see, I'm like, oh yes. Um, and in fact, there's a flyer for it. You do, a series of classes called Stretch a Reason to Wine. Yes. Now, I like to wine mm-hmm. about life, and I like to <laughs> wine with wine. And you will like to stretch because of the wine, and that's the whole point. Okay, so ex- explain it. Well, I am a trainer that uh, wants fitness to be accessible and to fit into people's life. Mm-hmm. So uh, most people that I see, especially um, women, they'll, they'll tell me, uh, you can do whatever you want fitness-wise, you can give me whatever you want, um, uh, you know, food-wise, you're just not taking away my wine. And I said, yeah. okay, no problem. I, I wrote, I, I, yep. you're right, I wrote a book, Anatomy of Stretching, and so what I do is I, is I, I tell people, okay, if you're gonna, you're gonna have a cocktail, the act of stretching appropriately, and I guide them through that, is going to increase the effects of the alcohol. So you're actually going to feel it more. So you don't need to have as much alcohol to kind of relax. <laughs> and we all want to relax. It's 2019, everyone's yeah. stressed yeah. out. Uh, right yeah. now, I have a knot right now in my neck. For, for nothing else. Wine yeah. and stretch, please. Yeah. Well, Stoli, thank I'm you, Stoli. I'm really excited about this class. I'm like it's great and it's fun. Yeah. And you know how fitness um, classes oftentimes are mean girl mentality. Yes. Like yes. People don't yep. feel welcomed yeah. and they feel shamed and they can't keep up and all that stuff. This is a class that's so open for absolutely everyone. Good. Stretching is the only exercise uh, workout that is um, for every single person, regardless of age, body shape, or size, um, athletic ability, disability, anything like that. Yoga is different. Yoga is is for a specific group. Stretching is for absolutely everyone. And then with the wine, and I have non-alcoholic options. Uh, I, I looked at you for some reason. Sorry. <laughs> 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 for people that don't want to consume alcohol, but the wine actually helps you leave your inhibitions at the door, and you just have fun with your fitness finally. Plus, like if I'm, like, I'm worried about, like, oh, you know, Sylvia's looking at how weird I look. The wine's gonna be like, hey, girl, look how weird I look. Yeah. Yeah, right? And everyone's laughing. <laughs> No one cares. And people don't want to stretch. Something doesn't feel comfortable for them. They have the option of standing up, walking over, and actually pouring themselves more wine. 
Like, come on. It, yeah. It's just yeah. freeing for everyone. And it really motivates people that take it. They actually get motivated to get on a healthier um, lifestyle yeah. track. Good. Well, and I love that. Plus, there's also a networking. Um, you always have celebrities and influencers mm -hmm. that go, and there's networking before, after. So it really is like talk about a Hollywood event. It's on the rooftop at Lapeer in West Hollywood. It's if gorgeous. you've never been to Lapeer, it's under beautiful. the stars. It's going to be a beautiful night. Oh, you're going to see stars? Yeah. <laughs> You'll see stars. Uh, under I'm, the like, stars. Okay. You see the I'm like, okay. We were just talking about that yesterday how you can't see any stars. I'm like, oh, is there a place to There's see like stars? one or two, and then you see, oh, it's just a drone. A plane. It's a drone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens beam us up. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in the Southern California area, um, uh, you can buy tickets. Uh, where yep. can people go? Uh, please go to um, my social media at Craig Ramsey Fit, um, or if you just simply Google "stretch a reason to wine," it will all pull up, and you'll be able to see it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, we'll see you there uh, if you're going to be there. Yeah. All right. Let's get the show on the road. I'm going to formally introduce our guest for tonight, and Craig, you're going to help me. Yes. Uh, and you've actually worked with Wesley. We're going to take some footage. Uh, we're yeah, but clarify. I've worked with Wesley. I don't need to. <laughs> we have footage. Yeah. Woo <laughs> um, also, after I, I formally introduce them, we're going to do something fun. I know how we usually keep rapid fire for the end of the show. We're going to do it all throughout the show. So when you hear a certain sound cue, Kurt, can you give us just a little sample of, of what we're going to hear? Oh, we're mixing it up. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That, that's the Star Trek red alert, because I'm a nerd. Boop, boop. Oh um, and then we will launch into rapid fire questions that I received from you guys uh, from mm. Facebook and email. And we're just going to boom, boom, boom. So we have some sessions of that. So be prepared for that. But Sweet. let me formally introduce our guest. Oh. Uh, Sylvia Sage, Kansas City native, worked mm -hmm. in medicine for nearly a decade before heading to L.A. to chase her dream of becoming a comedian. Now in her eighth year performing as a stand-up comedian, she performs as a host, featured act, and headliner, slaying stages at iconic places that include the world-famous comedy store in L.A., the Improv, Ha Ha, Ice House Comedy Club, Stanford & Sons, L.A. Comedy Club, and the Broadway Club in New York. She made it to the finals of L.A.'s Funniest Comic in 2016, most recently successfully competed in Comedy Central's roast battle uh, three times as a crowd favorite. She co-hosted New Orleans Gay Pride with fellow adult film star and co-host Wesley Woods and was a presenter at the 2019 Gay Vienna Awards. I can't even imagine what those parties were like. <laughs> so fun. Oh. Uh, she continues to thrive in her status as a fan favorite in the adult film world with over 300 films completed as well as her business ventures uh, and producing. She currently co-hosts uh, both Sexy Funny Raw with Wesley Woods coming to UBN Go and iTunes later this month and Sexual Ooh. Disorder Orientation with Dr. Ramani Dravasula. Is that how you say it? Ramani Dravasula. Ramani Dravasula. Yeah. I know her. Oh, really? She's on Intervention. Yeah. Oh, she was really? a therapist oh, on that. Love her. Do you see what Hollywood is? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sylvia has made it her mission to open the world's eyes to sexuality, standing up for the sexual rights of women, men, and the transgender community, making her On the Rocks debut. Please welcome Sylvia Sage. Hey. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, of course. 300 videos. She does need stretch a reason to whine. <laughs> I do. Yeah, girl. I do. You have no idea. You must be exhausted. My body is always exhausted. 300 videos. Like, so tired. That's I'm tired. like a that's Thinking a minimum. That was I'm at five years now. So oh, that was five years. I that was kind of at like a I know for a fact I've completed at least three hundred films, but I have no idea like where it's at now. It's probably closer to four or five. Wow, that's a, a lot of respect for you, man. Well, that's hard work. And then some of the films like you're like 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 a background character, so to speak, or Yeah, for Min.com and stuff yeah, like that. But I've even sense. been Min.com now does um a site uh, called Why Not Buy. Yeah. And I starred in 
uh, their first film, and I've done another since then. But yeah. Well, you are very popular. I love looking at you, girl. <laughs> Thank you. We went out to the Abbey the other night. I think it was on Friday, and she's like, "Oh my God, my my, my blouse is see-through." And we're all walking. Okay. She's like, "Now you can tell her, uh, everyone's gay because she said she said that and nobody." No loves one's it. looking. <laughs> no one cares. Except for all the straight guys that want me to take them to the Abbey because they know that they're going That's to absolutely exactly get the hottest right. girls. I tell straight guys but all the time. But they think that, and it's not like because I tell him that there was a guy there that was like oh I'm straight and it was like his friends were like shoving him into me and I'm like I'm still never going to, like I would never be with you. Oh yeah there's like, that part too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like just yeah. because you're the only guy in this yeah. bar doesn't mean you're the only guy left in the world. That's like a gay guy being at a straight bar. It's like oh two two gay guys work together or at a, at a straight bar together they're going to be together. No. It doesn't oh, work that way. God. Attraction. Right. Yeah. The OC this week. Oh, you yeah. said I had to keep it PG, so I didn't know if I could drop the f bomb. I was trying really hard to yes. find other words. Yes, you can. <laughs> this is the thing about this show: we are gonna we're gonna talk about everything uh, with the adult film industry, your guys' career, and we're gonna do it in a very accessible way. Um, let's go there. Yeah, let, let's go there. Uh, returning yeah. to the show, Wesley Woods oh. is a gay porn performer, stand-up comedian, originally from East Texas, yeah. now residing in Los Angeles. He has performed at various comedy clubs in LA, including Laugh Factory and Comedy Store hotels on the Las Vegas Strip. Mm. <laughs> he performs there. Yeah. <laughs> as, pack- I, as I put on lip balm, yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He performs to packed audiences. That. Get it? Packed, packed audiences. Audience. Okay. <laughs> uh, special events I'm across packed. the country and comedy contests reaching the finals of LA's Funniest Comic in 2016. He began his porn career in October 2015 and has since racked up numerous gay porn nominations, winning Performer of the Year. 2017-18-19, Best Actor 2018-19, Male Clip Artist of the Year, a Webcam Performer of the Year, and you can hear his hi all uh, coming to his podcast, Sexy Funny Raw, with his co-host Sylvia Sage later this month. Please welcome back Wesley Woods. All right, so we're going to get to just to the basics. I'm sure you guys have been asked these mm-hmm. questions a lot, but it's questions that people ask over and over. Yes. And I've heard some of your interviews, and it's like, okay, certain questions you just have to get out. Like, what was it like being on Bravo TV? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. How did you guys come up with your porn name? Uh, his is way more interesting than mine. Mine was nothing. Mine was like, I, <laughs> I, my friend was doing porn, and I was really broke, and she was making a lot of money, and I was like, I'm going to do porn. And I decided <laughs> that day, and then the next day, I went in and signed a contract with somebody. And so... My agent at the time was like, well, what do you want your porn name to be? I was like, I don't know. Up until 24 hours ago, I never thought about doing porn before. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So. It's like, Siri, what is my porn yeah. name? Your yeah. name is Sylvia yeah. Sage. So I started naming off names, and I think I got to Sylvia. I was like trying to go through the alphabet, and I said A Sylvia. through S? That's a yeah. lot. That's <laughs> right? She's committed. Yeah. She's really like that she's guy's like, like this. And yeah. he was like. <laughs> By the time you get to ask. Yeah. He was like, yes, I love Sylvia. And I'm like, okay. And then last name, he's like, Sage. And he's like, but we can't spell it normal. Like, he wanted everything to be like spelled differently yeah, which so which they do in, in, in porn a, a lot yeah so it has three eyes Sylvia Sage does S-I-L-V-I-A-S-A-I-G-E and I actually have a joke that goes along with that so it works out for me now I but uh, <laughs> I want to hear the joke well it talks about how 98% of men in the world eat pussy wrong so that's the truth and uh, yeah. <laughs> Kurt all of a sudden is into the show he's yeah. like on I, top of it I did cast I know I'm like okay, yeah. we're going there well, we're, you we're peed having on everybody this conversation oh my gosh I did I can't believe you <laughs> just <laughs> said that no, <laughs> do you guys know that he peed on his cast members in Cats the Musical like literally showered them it's infamous it's Googleable. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's hot I wonder yeah. if they're going to put that in the <laughs> movie cast they just wrapped filming Cats by the way oh I know I heard speaking of pussy so when you're eating it you uh 
<laughs> they got so distracted. <laughs> they're like, back. yeah. So, oh, and there's a picture of cats. Wonderful. <laughs> even, even better. I say that you should flick um, the um, PG thirteen, Sylvia. I s- yeah, so I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know PG. Uh, the, in an eye motion, so I, 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 oh. I, 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 I. That works. I, I, yeah, that's. And that's good because repetition. a lot of gamers can only do up, up, left, left, A, yeah. B, A, B. So Just that's good. It's basic. Directional, yeah. Same I, I, I. thing over and over and over and again. I, 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 I. Way I, to bring I, it yeah. back for yeah. the kids. Uh, yeah. I, I, I. It's instructional. Yeah. You guys it is do, instructional. You guys should do like a kid show for adults. How awesome that's would that be? That's what I want to do. I, I'm totally, that's my be? goal. Like Pee Wee's Playhouse. That's fun. Yeah. I, I, I. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. And your name? How do you come up with your... I love um, that. My, me and my mom were driving around town. Uh, I was at home visiting Your mom's them. involved in this? Yes. And, She's um, a big mom is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And uh, the main street in the town I grew up in is uh, Wesley Street. And so we live like Wesley. And like being from the country, we're like, oh, the woods. And my mom's like, oh, oh it has a nice that. little ring to it, Wesley Woods. She came up with the woods? Yeah. I mean, that's so appropriate. And then... And gay men, you yeah, know. And, so and the then he Googles it. And yeah, because mom was like, you can't, you got to make sure, you know, no one else has that name, oh, right? She's so, smart. Yeah, we Googled it and it turned out to be like an, a, a nursing home and also a uh, <laughs> church camp. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah. So we figured, <laughs> yeah. A, you know, that was a sign from God. Not for them, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sign from God. Well, hey, I, I love it. Uh, Jonathan Callflower from Laguna Beach Pride is in the chat room. Says hello, hello, Ooh, girl. And Wesley, because uh, you and I text sometimes when you go back home, and you're like, "There's nothing to do. I have no reception." It shows Grinder, and like next person is like 14 miles away. Yeah. Literally, how many people were in the town that you grew up in? N- 97. But you in know, the whole town. But, 97. But you know, I we drove into the town, and it's only like 10 minute drive, and it's like a town back then about 20 20,000 people. So, you know, there was a still a city, but, like, we were removed because we were out at the ranch. And, you know, you don't have a car, obviously, growing up, so you're, you're at the ranch. Like, and Mine oh. had 2,000 people in my town yeah, that right I grew on. up in. Yeah. Yeah. On Grindr in, mm-hmm. in a small town like that, do people do, like, blank faces and it's, like, Tons a mystery? Of blank, like, yeah, faces. that's what I would think. Wait, well, you guys just came from OC. I'm in OC often. Yeah. It's all no faces and it's all can't host, can't host in the closet because they're all married. It's yes. actually sad. They're all oh. married men with families. It's yes. Like, how many unhappy people are there? So many. All so, of them. So many. Um. No, I'm not. Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe oh. they're not unhappy because they have the app. Because yeah, because they have an outlet. Well, well selfishly, the him or you know, well because that person is because okay, they don't get it often. It's like two minutes of happiness, and it's like oh, mm-hmm. oh. Now you, you came from Kansas City, which yeah. also is. is I came from a small girl. town as well. Yeah. How We're about the little you know cl- uh, trashy. We were supposed to be the first class to graduate with over 100 people, but a couple of us died, and we didn't make it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people from? die in every class, though. That's yeah. all, that always happens. Yeah. No, no, no. You didn't have anyone in your senior class die? In my whole school career, no. What? Oh, oh my God. Every people. year, we had multiple, multiple people, people What died. did they die from? Like, four-wheeler tractor? accidents. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah wow. four-wheeler accidents, car accidents, guns, yeah. uh, whatever. Oh, oh that's that's yeah. actually a sad comment. America. Yeah. America. Yeah. America. <laughs> Middle yes. America. That's middle yeah. America. And yeah. I grew up in Orange County. People died from like golf carts tipping over <laughs> no, they or did like not. Uh, alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning is real though. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Stoli Vodka. Um, so, okay. Now, this is kind of a serious question. Okay. I know you guys, and Wesley, I've known you for years. You've done the show. When I introduced you to friends, we all went out on Friday night. Yeah. Your name literally has become your identity, such yeah. as every appearance you make, every new friend you've made for your career. There's not this, oh, what do you want to be called by? You are called by your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Now that has to play with your psyche on some level where, where, where is my identity? Where's my character's identity? Because you're playing characters. Does that ever play with your psyche? It used to in the beginning, I think, but I don't feel it at all anymore. I think he feels it way more than I do. Yeah. I'm just like, Sylvia, like, fuck. Oh, sorry. Screw Kristen. I don't even know who she is anymore. Yeah. Like, she, uh, so far removed from it. Have you blended the two together, though? Yeah. There's still her with It's you. still her, yeah. yeah. Kind of, a little bit, but I mean... Kristen is really weak, I feel like. And Kristen was like someone who had multiple attempts at suicide. And I was like, uh, spent a week in an insane asylum and a straight jacket. Like Kristen was a crazy drunk 20 year old with a lot of mental issues. And Sylvia is a strong ass woman who has discovered a lot about herself and is like taking over. What I like about you, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love about the interviews that you give is you always talk about, you know, there's so many misconceptions about people who do porn. Mm -hmm. And you say it has empowered you, it does yeah. empower you as a woman by the fact that you're having sex with men doesn't make you subjugated to them at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. You've, you've been empowered. But you were, you were like in the medical business. Yeah, I worked in um, medicine for eight years, which made me hate myself in my life. It's actually when I did all my suicide attempts was in the, <laughs> right. in the decade yeah. that I was um, working in the medicine. Yeah. I just, Why? Because you saw I was living you? somebody else's dream. I wasn't what I wanted to do. I was very unhappy day in and day out. So probably didn't have to do with the necessary the job, but just where, what it the direction It kind of did, though, because went. I was working in medicine I was working in cardiology and you're working and you're trying to like literally save people's lives and they're coming in with these long list of medications they're not taking care of themselves oh. they're still smoking and still doing all the things that are going to put them in their grave and it's like why am I even helping these people that's as, pointless as I put my glass down <laughs> is it possible though because you had it sounds like you had you went through so much and you were going through so much If it, it, it's similar to like when you're on a plane you know and they say um, you have to feed yourself oxygen first before the, your neighbor yeah. Yeah. I'm sure in that environment if you weren't healthy yeah. and you weren't taking care of yourself or able to because you're so young and I'm yeah. sure if you've been through stuff then yeah you're going to be putting so yourself anymore, in this situation but, yes. but then I'm, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. you you weren't able to totally. take care of others because you weren't yeah. able to take care of yourself 100 percent. but it's funny in, in the little time that we've known each other you have a very nurturing quality yeah um you do have this open heart you do take care of people in your way yeah absolutely i'm definitely Mama bear to a lot of people. <laughs> well, we from the bear world community. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I guess it was just the way I was raised. My family was very much the family that on Thanksgiving or Christmas, we always had at Christmas. There was always extra gifts under the table and we would bring in anyone who didn't have a place to go. And there was always something there for them. And it was just how my family was. If you have a place, um, if I have a place, you have a place and vice versa. And so there was never like, you would never turn people away. And so, my house has often become the crashing pad for all my comic friends or my, you know, porn, porn friends, friends that, or whatever. Does that relate to your work too? Like if, if you're carrying heart, does that translate to your work and your relationship with the people that you're working with? Yeah, absolutely. I think it has to. I well, mean, most men, um, if you're doing men or women scenes, or both. I don't. Okay, both. so most people, I think, that are in those environments um, are so used to having a disconnect. And if you actually are that loving, caring person, like I know you are, I can imagine how that would be a, a unique, um, multi-faceted uh, uh, turn-on. You know, it's different because it is still a switch. There's still a turn off and turn on for me There's at work, 100%. So, yeah, we talk yeah. about that all the time. Yeah, but I mean, I still connect to the people. I say all the time I get paid or to have care. sex with my friends because yeah. 
it's a very small world yeah. in porn. You where like five or six or guys like on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, it's the same, especially men, because yeah. straight men, it's a very small pool. Mm. So I'm working with the same people all the time. Okay. So it, we have a respect for each other and a love for each other, but it's still we're. When the camera turns on, we're gonna have sex with the camera, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. And that's very different. Like Wesley, you know, uh, I I I'm a fan of porn, um, and gay porn is different because literally the the pool is so big. Depending what genre, and you do many different types of genres. Mm -hmm. There's so many different actors that you work with, so it's a little different. Yeah, you can't build that same kind of camaraderie. And I know you've even on social media have come head to head, so to speak, <laughs> with some of the other actors politically and socially and, and oh, you have eh? Hey. About hey. Bo body positivity, which which I applaud you for, but also yeah. about politics. Is it hard to build a relationship when you're like, okay, the, the gay porn scene is ever changing. Actors come in, they they come out. Come, everything I say is an entendre. Right. Yeah. But there's not that kind of intimacy. Like Sylvia, you're working with the pool of actors. Yeah. It, it, how, how do you build that that chemistry, that that trust? Um, you know. Um, I've just always operated the same. Like for any space that I'm going to occupy, like I want to have filled with love and just be fun and lighthearted. And um, I, I guess that's how I build my intimacy. Is like I just try to get to people at a, a, a fun, you know, fellow human being kind of level. Like I'm just a small town boy. I always say I grew up in you know, a little high class white trash and. You also know, like, because he's a super slut. So when yeah, he's in there, I mean, he's like <laughs> ready to like get dirty and fuck. And see, I'm like a clean hoe. I'm like, I, I like don't want to get dirty. I like to fucking perform. <laughs> no, no, no. But but here's and here's e emails I got fro from your fans. Um, and, you know, I've written a few articles about, about you in Bear World Magazine, Instinct Magazine. I like working with straight performers, too, you know, because, like, they, they're not trying to fall in love. They're just trying to bang it out, baby. <laughs> right, right. But th there is that, like, all shucks, the every man of gay porn, every man that looks better than every man. But there's that vulnerability and that availability that you bring to whether you're doing, like, men in lingerie video or I'm the neighbor acting kooky. We have a picture of one of you where you're just like, ah, I'm here at the window. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That <laughs> yeah. scene was a lot of fun. Is that Jack and Zach? No, that was... Oh. Um, I, I forget what I they love that you it. know the names of, of his films, by I the way. I watch all it, the previews to his videos. Yeah. It's just when the when well, the that, dicks come out, I'm like, oh, right that's going to be good. Oh, there we are. Yeah, that's there it is. So this is like, and yeah. this to me is so Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cute. But you, I was like welcoming him to the neighborhood, oh, and you know, yes. I welcomed him to the neighborhood. But it's that vulnerability and that availability that your yeah. fans, because you have hit the market in a relatively short time, and we know, and I don't know how this is in straight porn. Yeah, it's only yeah, been a it, few years. Relatively, yeah, right? when we're, you know, when we've had Brent Corrigan on mm -hmm. the show, we've had actors that have run the industry, and I feel, this is just my assumption, that gay porn is harder to make a name for yourself because the audience is like mean gay girls, like, oh, yeah. oh, oh that are. one, that one. Is that different in the straight world that you <sighs> enter the scene well, and mean. then like fans like, like you? I know you, you get very little negative comments on yeah. your videos. Yeah, thank you. I don't read the comments, but <laughs> I'm good. Good to know. My research, I did. Yeah, I hate to even think about. Oh reading Oh my those. god, I wish you could read some of the comments. <laughs> I think I get as a bedtime story. Yeah, I think hers versus mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because no, but here's the big difference. As popular as you are in the industry, winning awards and fans like you, they still feel it's okay to come at you for for certain stupid things. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's everybody's coming after everybody, you know, like. But I feel there's a disparity in straight porn to gay porn. 
Well, I think it, it in a also lot of different ways, like, though, too. There's a lot of different. Well, yeah. I think it matters that I'm an older woman in porn also, because I think a lot of people don't want to step up to me because I'm I, for one, I'm vocal. And for two, I'm I'm one of the older ones. And I think these young girls are just afraid to say anything to me and speak out to me. Gay porn know that I'll, like, is annihilate. similar to drag <laughs> in a way. The drag community, oh, because that's the a really shade, good. Yes. Yeah, people feel like oh, because you 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 have put yourself in a situation of being a porn star, then um, that opens up my right to really jump into yeah. judgment of you. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's that, funny because the meme blogs are like on the free clip sites like Pornhub where you see like two minutes for free and it's all of these comments. These are people that are not paying for yeah. your performance that feel that they can. But the drag thing is is such a uh, a great. And similar to drag queens and, and really good uh, adult performers like Wesley, I, I, you know, I, and I put you in that category, mm -hmm. I'm sh uh, sure as well, but it's his confidence. So mm -hmm. Wesley's confidence, both on social media and with his work, I think bring up people's issues because here, here, say you know, here I am, I'm not doing porn, and uh, my views of that are are so less of, of 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 for society and things like that. And but then someone that's doing it has confidence, so it's going to bring out people's yeah, insecurities totally. for sure. And like my family only fuels the fire. Like they fucking excuse me again. They. They, Ten dollars each time I know, to iHeartRadio. Write your time. Oh gosh, I know. You have to write a check. Uh, they 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 support me way too much because I am only like turning it up. Like this is just how it is. This is just me. And I think there needs to be more people who lead with love and aren't afraid to just be and cross over and cross you over. Cross over oh, stuff. Oh, 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 oh! There we go. Oh, rapid oh, fire. I've okay, everybody, over. get ready for rapid fire. Who was your first kiss? Jessica Cotto. Where? in the locker room of school. And no, I'm sorry, it was Kate Duxbury. <laughs> Kate Duxbury in the locker room at, at school, many, many times. How old? Uh, nine years old, eight or <gasps> oh, nine. Oh, that's cute. That's like a Norman Rockwell. <laughs> Until we were 14. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a whole other. That's not a rapid fire, I'm sorry. Who was your first kiss? Uh, his name was Mark. We were in kindergarten. I don't know anything about Oh, that's yeah. cute. Um, I think it was Kendall Heseltine. What a name! Yeah, yeah. You, re yeah, you made that up. No, I swear. Oh God, is that what you named your right hand? No. <laughs> no. Hello, she, Mr. Hesselton. We're getting ready. Slap yes. myself, maybe. She played soccer, so we were like into it. You know. Oh, mm, she, well, she's probably a lesbian now. No. Uh, strangest place you've had relations? Um, a fitting room. Mm. That's not too strange. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm I'm strange. Oh, men's bathrooms. I don't know. It's so okay. easy. Okay. Summer Christian camp. Yeah. Oh, good See, for you. That's strange. <laughs> good for you. Mine was. Oh God, I hope my mom's not listening. Uh, mine was. I was cantering during church, and it was up in the choir loft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, worst date you've ever had. You first. Uh, a guy took me to a very expensive restaurant wearing crappy jeans, and then he used a coupon to pay for dinner. <sighs> First date, too. What? So embarrassing. I didn't have the money <laughs> at the time. I told you. <laughs> what was your worst date? Mine? Yeah. Um, I, I've never had a bad date. Oh, my God. Craig, please. Honestly, I've never. I, well, In Canada, I, really? everything is like rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. I, I was with Brandon for the last 10 years, so um, it's before all the apps and things. It was only MySpace and Friendster at that point. So, yeah. no, I only actually had um, decent. I mean, I would call the worst date a decent date. Sorry. Yeah, you know, um, I have had a lot of bad dates. <laughs> 
But I can't really pinpoint your one most recent one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I haven't really dated a whole lot recently, so. You're terrible. Ah, you guys are bad. That, yeah, you guys are bad. That in itself is that. Mar- mar- <laughs> Sorry. Okay, biggest pet peeve while on set, and this could be on set, like on one of your. I'm just gonna say Liam Michelle. Oh, that's I love. I love how shocked you are with that. Uh, came out am, right from the beginning of the show. You're like, no, oh I'm my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm glad that you're vocal about it. Yeah. You know, it usually takes like a lot of this for people to finally start talking, but like right off the bat, I'm yeah. Liam Michelle, spill it. Okay, so maybe ego on set. Yeah. Biggest pet peeve on set? Um, when my sex scene is later in the day and they've ordered lunch and I can't eat <gasps> it. Oh, God, that, that's awful. Was that yours? Yeah, because we talk about that a lot. Yeah, it's that's the worst. Awful. Everyone else is sitting there eating and you're like, I'm what starving. What do they order? Anyway? Oh, just everything. Anything. Whatever. Like, like the comp- trash? Yes. Really? Like yes. pizza and stuff? Yes. Mm, I mean, so I mean, there has there's definitely really, been pizza I've never had pizza garlic? on set. Garlic? The garlic? Do they serve garlic? No. Um, and the straight order, are like, arr, arr, they don't arr. think about what they're feeding you. Oh, they no. use so dumb. Yeah. Uh, Mine would be, um, I just, you know, you're going to be bottoming tomorrow. Like, be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't our first time at the rodeo. Uh, We're professionals. Don't wait, don't wait like, to douche when you get on set. Yeah. And, like, you know, I have to educate some of these new boys. Like, I'm doing you top some service out there. Y'all should be thanking me. So, here's the thing. It's like, believe it or not, I'm a top. Like, we joke, I'm a blouse, I'm a feminine I know, top. I just mm-hmm. found that so out. So judgy. I know. <laughs> Don't you think everyone should be uh, versatile? Yes. Oh, though? it's not an ego thing. Believe me. It's, I wish that I could because oh, things would can. be... Yo, you can. I we can cannot. teach you. Can teach. <laughs> yes. Let's do a viral video. Yes. Web series. No, no, but I've, and I've tried. And this is so, maybe, so... Is it personal reasons? It's it's a few different things. Okay. It just will not happen. Okay. okay. And it has nothing to do with like, oh, I'm a top and blah, blah, blah. Because I think a bottom is like, oh, because well, it's a lot of one. work. Right. I've been very lucky. You should but there comes that. a point when you're dating somebody for year after year and they're having to do the same thing over and over. And it's not fair. Yeah, you always get that. Why are you getting that question of like, oh, when are you going to let me? Yeah. 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 So, but I think things have changed and... You know, we have a lot of younger people coming into like West Hollywood, whatever. I don't think people have the same experience <laughs> or preparations that. Well, I mean, I used to be a shitty kitty on a lot of oh, people. Oh, oh, oh PG thirteen. Oh, really? Is that not PG thirteen? I it's, thought that was. It's a great cartoon show. I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, probably the topic in general so makes people make people go, "Oh, wow!" You know, it's a it's a lot to handle, and and uh, I think that sexual openness is really important in the conversation that even we're having is yeah. really great because it's not just about sex. There's yeah. so many other factors and people don't realize people have medical histories. They, yeah. they have issues. People have emotional issues. Emotional like issues that. is a good thing. Why are we so afraid to talk about sex? I always, whenever <sighs> somebody talks about sex, even in like at the bars with my even friends. with us. M- we're like... No, because on like Friday I was like, oh my God, my skin yeah. automatically like literally breaks into goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Part of it's branding. You know, my brand is a certain brand. You guys have a certain brand. But in general, why are we so afraid to talk about sex? The Bible. We all do it. The Bible. Jesus told us that we shouldn't enjoy it, so we can't talk about but it. But do you know how much <laughs> sex is actually in the Bible? Yeah. yeah. I think it's narcissism, actually. I think it brings out the narcissist in all of us because it's a comparison. Every time I hear sex or I see something, I'm comparing initially my body, my dick, my, you know, whatever it is. I'm, I I go into a place of analyzing and not having self-worth. Hmm. Um, that's where that's where I think I, I don't want to talk about it as much. Um, but when we're when we're having open communication uh, uh, about it, I feel better. 
You? I think the reason why we're not talking about it is just because it's uncomfortable and like mm-hmm. if things are uncomfortable like but you why don't is it wanna, uncomfortable I we're think everyone has, like, as you see right now everyone has it. their own different reason yeah. right like we each have a different reason but if we're all it. doing it we've all seen porn right. at we at least some portion of our life we've all seen porn so why is it so taboo which is funny because because it stirs up a lot stars. of different emotions for a lot of different people like even just right now like when you're asking why don't we talk about it everyone has their own idea of why they don't like to talk about it or be involved or with it in some sort of way like you know everyone has their own issues with it which is funny because the porn star world and mainstream world has really come together where porn stars are in mainstream films mm-hmm. they're doing talk shows i think jenna jameson was was uh was a torchbearer for that yeah. saying hey we're going to blend this because mm-hmm. you're watching me as much as you're watching totally. you know Meryl Streep you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's funny the porn world is becoming more mainstream, but the talk is not becoming more yeah. mainstream. I think it brings up people's issues. Like, how many girlfriends of mine, when I try and set them up with, with guy friends that I know, they're like, no, he's too muscular, he's too, he's too good looking. Why is that? Yeah, that I means, get that all that the time. About right. Too muscular, too good looking. I'm like, sorry. But I, when we size those things up, I think we want to be in a position of confidence and power. Yeah. And I think porn in general, because it's so um, glorified and beautiful, usually, and all that, I think it brings up our issues. That's mm. my take. Okay. What are some of the biggest misconceptions of porn stars? <laughs> I think it's that we're all, for my... Broke crackheads. Yes, that we're all on drugs and that we all had some sort of... Trauma. Trauma in our lives that Family led us here. Us. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, we have good family bases. And, I mean, I did have trauma in my life, but it's not what led me to porn. It, you know, that... Everyone has some sort of, everyone has a story. Yes. And everyone says some sort of sad story, whether it's your mom or your dad or your auntie or you had nobody in your life. Everybody has some sort of story. It didn't bring me to porn. I mean, if anything, my DUI brought me to porn. Um, but I'm very happy for, happy what, for it. What, what do you mean? Uh, because I had been saving up to move to L.A. Oh. And I had, well, you know, my little Kansas girl, I would saved up $16,000 to move to Los Angeles. That's more than most people and, to move to um, L.A., by the way. Good for you, Yeah, girl. thank you. People are like, and, I have $20. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this coupon. <laughs> but then I came out to L.A., I got my apartment and everything, which was, of course, my $2,000 a month apartment. Yep. And uh, coming from $500 in Kansas mm. City. But uh, I got everything out and I came back to like pack up my stuff and drive out to um, LA and I got a DUI um, mm. within the week of being back home. So 12000 of my $16,000 went to my wow. DUI. So okay. I then moved to Los Angeles with $4,000 and no job. So I was like working two different jobs. I got a job bartending and then I was working at a construction company doing their books during the day. Is the pay, Ooh. can yeah. I ask you about pay with stripping versus, uh, I don't even know if you know <laughs> that, but stripping versus porn. Um, like, I don't know because I'm not a stripper. I'm about to be a stripper for the first time. You are, okay. Um, oh, where? This is why I'm gonna take the pole dancing classes. Um, in Tennessee, so they actually hired me to come do um, comedy slash a strip show with Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh, Ron, oh, Ron Jeremy. Well, Ron Jeremy's not going to strip. Him in He's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's me. a road trip here, by the way. Yeah. Well, I would love to come watch. Well, Sydney. here's oh the deal. God. So <laughs> if this goes well in Tennessee, which it will, because I'm hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dancing, you know. The dancing I'm going to work on. Room. I'm going to work on the dancing because <laughs> I have no skills there. But I only have to do two dances, so we'll see. 
Um, I think, but I, if I it goes you, well, we should do like, a, like I think I think you should do like a we little. Learn. Session. I yeah, need yeah. some lessons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if it goes well, they have 150 clubs all over the U.S. And so they're like, if it goes well, we'll book you at all the clubs. And I ask that not assuming that that they cross over or, or that they are one and the same by any means. Yeah. But I I just I I'm curious about that because there are so many people that come here and don't have the funds and mm -hmm. and then it's like what what where do we go for that like where does yeah. that mind go to that and I do have a lot of girlfriends that have gone to stripping route. Mm -hmm as opposed uh, to the to the porn one and I wonder if there's a financial difference I don't know I think some of those girls can make some pretty decent money though from yeah. what I hear yeah. they're pulling in like I think a it's like anything in life you know like how hard are you gonna hustle yeah and I don't mean to make assumptions but from what I know of friends that strip or do porn there's a certain like stripper clubs have darker lighting and it could be a little bit more forgiving yeah in terms of like porn it's Maybe. like there you have to be on top of your game body yeah. wise which i know you know you you love to work out you love to hike yeah. that has to be part of what you do it's more yeah. revealing i think yeah yeah in the, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, porn yeah. world well yeah. well yeah and you're not like and my vagina is an hd on like, in big screens <laughs> you know like it's got to be pristine at all times yeah. right which is hard vaginas are hard <laughs> i mean so are booty holes. <laughs> oh my lord um, this I know I've got both of them. Remember, oh, yeah. reason to <laughs> talk <laughs> about Magic Mike. Yeah, Speaking so this is the funny thing. So, you know, we we text all the time. I barely get to see you, but like I feel like, you know, your career and like this is a new part of what you're adding to your career from yeah. stand-up comedy to I'm going to do this scene. I'm going to do work with this company. This is how I'm going to reinvent myself. Which is we as entertainers, no matter what field of entertainment you are in, you always have to yeah. uh, be ready, e evolve. Mm -hmm. And your career has totally changed from being a Bravo celebrity uh, on reality TV to like, okay, well now we gotta we gotta Back get to the roles. Stage. Yeah, it's, I mean, I started off in, in Broadway and then film and TV and, and that, and I was always uh, what I'm told a strong personality even on Broadway, which got me in trouble in a lot of a lot hmm. of times, a lot of jobs. A lot I've of write-ups, things like that. I've never seen you as like, like a strong personality. No, I, I mean strong, I'm honest, confident, and that that. But oh, I've never seen you mean. I've never seen you. I talked like, about Leah Michelle being. You know, that was that's why I was within like, two seconds. I get in trouble. But that wasn't mean. That was just honest. Right. So right. my honesty is the new controversy. I think spilling honesty. the honesty. There's a new podcast, <gasps> and they're spilling the honest. Okay. <laughs> honesty. Anyway, love it. With them sponsoring <laughs> us. So um, cute. I love Sylvia's look. She's like adorable. Do so it. returning back Broadway, Bravo, Broadway, um, I had the opportunity to audition for Magic Mike, which is why that <gasps> when I said about the stripping stuff, because yeah. um, that's very foreign to me. Yeah. Um, but dancing obviously is is in my my body. Um, but returning to it, it, it's all hip hop. Yeah. So it really did uh, bring me out of my comfort zone. Uh, mm. I had a number of auditions for it, and the they were really nice. But That's I did really hear recently that I did not get it. Oh, Aww. I'm sorry. No, they're going they're going the route that they need to with it. And uh, I'm not a very strong hip hop dancer. However, yeah. I could learn it and right. I could do it. But um, there's so much more talent in the even the strip world and the yeah. porn world than ever before oh for sure yes. scene work like you you truly do deserve to to call yourself actors at this point in time mm -hmm. oh i definitely agree with that i've yeah. definitely done a lot of feature films how the movie we did together it was like dramatic acting of me yeah, being I was crying. yeah it was like wait real th this, stuff. did you there's guys a scene com there's a movie coming out i think one of the scenes was just released it's uh don't tell my wife by uh mile high media but mm -hmm. or no icon mail 
Directed by Shishi LaRue. Yeah, directed by Shishi LaRue. Is this the one where you you slept with the woman? No. no. God, no. But you they did. would never do a scene. No. Okay, but I you did recently. do that. No, I know because it was very controversial online. Yeah, yeah. everyone, I still keep getting like little threats and people mad at me. And that he's not stuff. gay. So, okay, but I have to, because we did get a lot of emails, so we're going to address it. Okay. Um, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you recently have added acting with women and trans actors to your... Um, resume uh-huh. which we know gave her pay we all hate it but we're still watching the videos yeah you know there's brandon cody who started with sean cody who does it johnny rapid is a big name that has done it but when it's so weird because when one of our own does the opposite we can't stand it oh, we, yeah. we have, we're so pay. vocal about it straight yeah. for pay mm-hmm. that's what i am i, I, I called it straight for for bait yeah, straight for bait. Sure, whatever. I like Call it whatever better. you want, but like that's what I'm doing, and like people are pissed at it. And I'm like, if any, they're like, you are taking from our gay community, and I'm like, if anything, girl, I am bringing it to our gay community. Like yeah. I am doing straight porns, and you are know, you feeding bisexual? This homosexual? Uh, no. So can I ask? You am then? I? No. no. <laughs> so how how do you girl, perform? Just listen to his voice. <laughs> yeah. How do you perform with it? You I've know, always wanted to know that. That's too. kind of where like I guess we can piggyback off what you said. Like I truly am an actor. Like when I wow. go there, like I like to show up and do a good job. Like, um, and that entails sometimes doing things with men or women or trans women, you know, whomever. But it's so funny to me because like. I do girl on girl porn and I am so not into women yeah, at all. No I can't I can't stand like the vagina, but no one says anything about it. But here's the like, biggest disparity as well. There's a, this this another disparity. It's like Republicans will watch that all day. Yeah. It's like that's gay porn <laughs> yeah. you're watching. Two women yeah. Yeah. together is gay porn. Yeah. There's such a weird it's like women can do whatever made, they want. That yeah. we don't we don't bring it up. You don't I even think classify it. If I'm yeah. gonna stereotype <laughs> though, I think women are based um, usually emotionally in a sexual way and men physically. Yeah. I know it's a horrible stereotype, but from my gathering of information that comes at me, especially as a trainer hearing right. all these stories. Mm-hmm. So I always assume that a woman's able to emotionally tap into another woman mm-hmm. um, and and be able to perform. But I guess Oh, well then maybe I'm a woman on the inside. <laughs> You're sensitive. You definitely are. I think you break because, the mold like, of, of what typical... Like, I mean, I think I definitely have a lot of feminine energy. energy. Like, when I'm on set, like, I'm trying to find something that I'm attractive about, with who, regardless of who that is. And yeah. yeah, and that's what I try to do, too. Yeah. And I've and heard honest, that from porn stars that, like, they get cast with somebody that's not their type, that they're yeah. not... Even, like, behind the scenes, like, they're a total jerk. You have to find that one aspect and focus on that. Yeah, Yeah, and I like knowing that someone on the other end is getting pleasure from this. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't know who's actually watching this. This could, and especially when you look through my my inbox, like, it's from people who, you know, uh, are young, fit, and all that jazz in the homonormativity world. And to, you know, someone who's, like, disabled and, like, really struggling with certain things and really likes watching my scenes because they feel like they're connected and watching me have, like, Mm. a sexual experience. So, I mean, I like that aspect, too. I get turned on knowing that at the end of the day, like, there is someone on the other side, like... Mm-hmm. It's just very it. very funny, the gay community coming after you when we're uh, having pride parades for LGBT. B is bisexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you are or not, you're representing yeah. that kind of community. Right. Mm. We want to be... Uh, inclusive, but we're actually being exclusive. Yeah. Um, in the straight porn world, when a gay actor does that kind of crossover, I know from what my assumption, again, this is another assumption, um, that straight actors like, oh, gay person on set, gay gay porn is not what we do. Yeah. There's a homophobia yes. a lot. Uh, 
Yeah. It's rampant. It's so rampant. bad. By the girls, so too, or guys? Yes. Really? Just by everyone. Oh, oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. Expand yes. on that, because I, I didn't know, know. I was talking from the guys' aspect. It's like, but then there's a scene where two guys are together, and they, their bodies do touch, whether yeah. it's intentional or not. Well, but speak of from, from the female. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I'm obviously around the gay culture a lot more than most <laughs> women are, I guess. But you guys have been best friends for how long? Five, Five years. years. Wow, that's yeah. great. In L.A., that's 40 <laughs> lesbian years. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I do crossover work as well, and I'm sure that's put me on a few people's no list as well because for they sure. don't even want you working with gay performers. But oh, I had a girl recently, we all were at the Magic Castle, and she was, like, trying to explain to another guy how... Um, that it's hard to do crossover porn because then no one trusts you. And then she said to him, because their standards for testing aren't the same. And I, she was too drunk for me to even bother to cut in. But I was like, honey child, no. That is the biggest misconception is that our, our standards are different. If anything, gay standards are so much more. He has to be tested within 48 hours of a scene. I have two weeks I can test on. I can shoot in a two-week time That's frame. interesting because one of the interviews you did talked about the testing. That yeah. means even people that you date, you can't really because it affects your career. And also, when I'm on gay sets... When I did the buy scene, it's condom for every exit. So anytime he goes into my hole, it's a new condom for going to that hole. It's a new condom to go into a different hole. It's a condom switch every fucking five minutes. And gay performers <clears throat> and myself are usually on prep, which on prep you get every three month testing and it's anal swabs. Um, mouth swaps. Yeah, yeah, it's it's way more intense testing than any of these straight we performers know. It's a pain get in whatsoever. The ass, but do it. Yeah, and so it's crazy. It's like you want to say the standards are different. If anything, the straight standards are so much lower than the yeah. gay standards, and no one. And Look no one is talking about it. She's right or I'm sorry. It gets me very heated because the moment no, when people start to talk about but, it, I'm but, like, and that's one of the misconceptions. It's like, oh, everything goes. Do you know that this became a storyline on Will and Grace? Was they didn't want Will's blood for a blood transfusion because he's gay and yeah. he's like so promiscuous. High risk or whatever. And then he yeah. did this whole speech that I got impassioned about because it's like, yeah, that yeah. so much more careful. Mm -hmm. And you did an interview where you talked about that when you show up to work. Here's my here's yeah. my test, test mm -hmm. which really limits what you do on a personal level. Hundred percent, because I feel, feel like I don't want to have sex with somebody unless it's paid for, because I run a risk having sex with anyone, yeah. whether it's paid or not job. paid. Yeah. yeah, and if I come up with something, that means I'm off for a week or I'm off for a month yeah. or whatever, you know, or hap if I, you know, I. I'm on, obviously, I'm prep, but if you were to get HIV, that's a career ending in life, you know, not a life ending in HIV at this point, but it's a definitely a career ender, you know, and it's like, I run a risk every single time, so why even take a risk with somebody who I'm not getting paid for? <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. I saw your post, by the way. <gasps> Which one? The one that you... Oh, where I got... Um, yeah. Chlamydia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. You, you talked about it. Yeah, you know, like... Wow. STIs happen. Oh, oh, oh! oh there's a red alert. STIs yeah. happen. Yes, they do. Yes, okay. they do. Our next round of rapid fire. Okay, I'll be more truthful this time. Celebrity crush. Sylvia, you you go first. Colin Farrell is definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, done. Yeah. Ha hands down, he's yeah. a huge one. Ricky Martin and I had him. Oh, <gasps> you did. You had him. Yeah, you don't know that story. Um, you guys, I'll, we're finding all things. I'll tell it later. <laughs> I'm like it. Uh, no, it's rapid fire. It's just one. What year? Okay, but I have to. Crush. That's what it. Year? Next question. Okay. Come on, let's move on. Ce celebrity crush. Um, 
the funny thing is, like, you literally, like, born, like, oh, I'm body positive. I like everybody. You like a lot of people. Yeah. I, yeah. But the celebrity that you're just like, mm, mine's Tom Hardy. The person that I would. Really? Mine's a little different. In I don't have, like, a, I have a lot of oomph, but, like, the person I would be dying to fuck, Elton John. Whoa. <laughs> yes. I want to fuck Elton John. Oh, wrinkly, wrinkly. Yeah, now, now we need some stolen. Why? It's fucking he's, Elton John. He I seems nice. So that's a power thing. He seems nice. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody that's sex famous. Can, sex yeah. can be a lot of different things. Are you a star ever? No, but I would fuck Elton John for sure. Oh, I would never fuck Elton John. Nobody has ever said that on this show. <laughs> well, Elton John would never fuck me either, but that's okay. Uh, okay. Worst pickup line you've ever heard? You go first. Oh, uh, God. I don't know. Probably, do you want to fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, anything. They're all pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, I delivered the worst one ever. I to can't. Brandon. Oh, okay. I have to yeah, pay yeah. Ten dollars now, don't I? But he ended I up it. marrying me from it. Um, I, I said, excuse me at the gym. I said, excuse me. Are you contemplating a pre-workout shake? <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was the biggest weirdest tool ever. But that's so Meanwhile, cute. I'm just Canadian. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are married. Mm -hmm. That's cute. Mine's always something real stupid because it's like uh, porn related. Someone comes up saying something stupid like, oh, I've, se oh, I've seen you a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, you're like, oh. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah. All right, you guys, uh, you have to audition for American Idol. What is your audition song? <gasps> uh, no, Wesley, you're going to go mm, first. Uh, Stony LaRue, Feet Don't Touch the Ground. Great. Ten seconds. Go. Oh, my God. No, you have to. You have to. We're going to add some reverb. You have to. You said the song. Yep. You said the song. Come on. Come on. Um, okay. How does it go? Um, uh, okay. You're auditioning. Uh, hold on. Hold on. But I can also... Um, Do it. Uh, Wait, so was it... I can't hold on. I can't remember with the oh reverb. God, with the reverb. Yeah. Maybe I remember. We're going to come back to you. Me. I don't know the words. Hold on. Mm. Um, We're coming back to you, so you better learn those words. I would I would do something that they would never, ever expect, like uh, Barry Manilow, Dancing Fool. Do okay. It. Sing a little bit. Okay. Um, Just give me a chance in my tuxedo pants and presto, I'm a dancing fool. Damn. That song is so fitting for you, and you did that so well. Yeah, but Barry oh, Manilow never sounded like that. <laughs> okay. I don't know Barry Manilow very well, but okay. that was great. Well, what would okay. your song be? I got the words now. Uh, well, Wesley has his words. Go ahead, Wes. No. Oh, okay. Girl. Okay, it's Fancy by Rima Max. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. You always. knew I was going to say that. A few bars. Come on, Chris. <laughs> always. Mama dabbed a little bit of perfume on my neck, then she kissed my cheek. And then I saw the tears welling up in her troubled eyes as she started to speak. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. Voice. I looked at a pitiful shack and then she looked at me and took a ragged breath. She said, Your paws run off and I'm real sick and the baby's gonna starve to death. She handed me a harp shade of locket that said, Thine own self be true. And I shivered as I watched a road crawl across the toe of my high heel shoe. Sounded like somebody else who was talking, asking, Mama, what do I do? She said, just be nice to the gentleman, Fancy. They'll be nice to you. And that's true. If you're nice to the gentleman, they will be nice to you. Girl, we're going to add albums. I do that. That was amazing. We play that insane. We play that around the house. Like, I love it. Yeah. Sylvia, that was really good. Thank yeah, you. All right, beautiful. Wesley. Oh, let me find the words. You already found them. I know. There they are right there. Um, do you do this on set? 
What? Just stop. Yes. Okay. I remember when I met you, I was a big city boy in small town blues. This place seems so small to me. Yeah. That's so funny because that Cute. is you as well. Totally. I just didn't, I wanted the first opening lyric and I didn't remember. Do you know what? Fancy has been my like favorite song since I was a wee child and I would sing it at family functions. It wasn't until I was an adult that I realized that she was a hooker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite childhood song is about growing up to be a hooker. And then look where I got. (laughs) America. America. Dreams do come true. And that song is played constantly at our house. Yeah, it is. (laughs) <laughs> what would the name wait Amer- no you you've got to sing yeah you, have time. you sing yeah, yeah my american idol would be um a little don't cry for me argentina okay give uh, it it won't be easy you'll think it's strange when i try to explain how i feel that's right like a diva bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would the name of your biography be kurt or Kurt. <laughs> yeah, Kurt. I'll take it. Craig. Um, who's your daddy? Oh. oh. There we go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, How many eyes is there? Yeah, I, I, I. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh-huh. there we go. I, I, I. Oh, it's so tough. Deep into the woods. There you uh. go. <laughs> I would love to see your one-man show called Into the Woods, and Stephen Sondheim would be like, wait, what? <laughs> no, Stephen Sondheim would be into it. Oh, yeah, well. For sure. As long oh, as he has... Well, oh. <laughs> um, as long as he has a dungeon. What is oh, it deal- that's fine. What is it uh, like dealing with fans when they mm. meet? Because you guys fly across the world, literally, at conventions, uh, for prides, for appearances, and you're playing the part. So like yeah. you check in the hotel, you've had this shitty flight, and you're like, okay, then and then you're Sylvia Sage and Wesley Woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your interaction like with fans? What's one thing that you would love to tell your fans to do or not do? I would love to tell them to come up and say hello. I always feel like no one comes up and says anything. They always just get on social media later, and they're like, oh, I saw you at blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, well, come say hi then, because it makes my yeah. freaking day, first off. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, you recognize me? That's so cute. But that's good to know, because it could be a little intimidating to be like somebody that I've seen on a multiple yeah. daily basis. Yeah. That's actually there. How should they say hi? How should, Hi. They, how should yeah. they just come be up? like hey, Sylvia Wesley and be like what? And they're like I'm such a fan like uh, would that would make my day I would take pictures with them I would sign whatever they wanted like I would do it I'm just like, say yeah you love my work yeah that's really great to get permission uh, for people to do that yeah yeah Good. I would love yeah. it. yeah and um, bring money yeah, but don't, don't, don't. Here's also, here's hey, also. Hey, if I'm at a gay bar and I, you, and I am there making an appearance, I'm probably in my underwear, so bring money, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and don't linger. <laughs> Just, you know. Say say what you need to, your, make yeah. an introduction, and then hightail Yeah, because right? I don't want to be rude. Don't make me be right. mean to you. That's, I But we can occupy that. the space together, yeah. you know, like, but you don't, we don't have to be on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Is diversity and body positivity getting better in porn in terms of the straight world and the gay world? Not on my side. I mean, That's I think I think that we're in an era where like performers are able to take control of it more, so you're able to see content that's being created by 
artist. If there you're is looking a niche for it, market but for I mean, anything. Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking at major studio porn now, it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Although it's, it's inclusive, it's more inclusive, right? With as we talked about trans and and bi and like the scene work, has it expanded to be inclusive? Um, you know, since I started doing. Um, some crossover work, some of my gay work has stopped. I was oh, gonna say, really? it kind of limits. Once you do the dip over, it's so, like other people. Wow. That's some yeah. tea. Ooh. So then what made you both make that decision, knowing that? I think we both had a stance to make about it. Yeah, like, you know, I... That people are just people, people that are, are people. People are people. <laughs> you know? That's, like that. that's a statement. <laughs> and like, yeah. my, I think our brand is all about that. Like, we don't have all the answers. We darn sure don't try and act like we do. Like, yeah. We, I'm learning every day. We're in a weird relationship as is. And so, like, we um, just, I don't know, we're big advocates for love and inclusive, you know, just we're we're hosts for everybody. It really does shock me, though, um, what even my stereotype of of someone in your situation would be when I host the He's Fit with uh, Hey Queen, and you were a guest on that. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a number of adult uh, film stars that that I saw, and... um, and you were one of the last ones that I saw, actually. And I was shocked at how you came in with um, you and your personality, and you transferred over. Like you, you said about being a comedian, um, you were kind of surprised at even one of the questions I, I asked, where you're like, "Well, no, I could do it all." <laughs> and that, but that confidence doesn't exist, and it didn't exist mm-hmm. with the other people I had. Mm-hmm. So I found it so fun because it, it wasn't an issue for you, so it wasn't an issue for me as a host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that initially was, to be honest. It was out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And you actually helped host me host. Well, you know, we had a lot of fun. I, I had a lot oh, of fun. Oh, I had a lot I of mean, fun. It was so it was so great. Yeah. But it, it didn't take ourselves seriously. No, we, and yeah. I, I expected you to do that, to, to well, ho- good. be serious, but you didn't. I think... Uh, Going back to the reason, a big part of why I did it, um, and I think a big reason why you did it, is how can I stand up for the rights of these people and say that you should want to be having sex with these people, trans people, or um, gay people? How am I going to stand up Mm. for their rights if I won't actually do it myself? Oh, my God, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. That's a little extreme, though, because I stand up for straight rights, too. Single moms, yeah, I don't but think I'm not everyone has to do that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted it to be, like, I'm I'm, that open, you know? That's... um, no, I think that's, that's really, terrific. Because yeah. knowing that that's going to affect your pocketbook, yeah. that's something. And I know you guys also, like uh, I did an interview with Trent Ducati, work for nonprofit ideas and helping the adult performer community because mm-hmm. there's not the same resources mm, no. out there. There's not the same emotional support, no. therapy, anything. It's like... The emotional port- support is huge and more people need to be talking about it because we are shunned in our society like no matter how strong I am as a person like it still gets you down because people are still pummeling you I mean I can I'm a 35 year old woman with a college education I worked in medicine for a decade like I can hold my own in a conversation Mm, but the moment I say to somebody I work in adult films now it's like their respect for me goes down, the but they think my IQ goes shut. down. Yeah, yeah like it, because I took dick, like my empathy went away or my compassion went away or my intellect went away. It's it's very intense. And I'm a grown mm. woman with the world like experience behind me. You look at some of these 18, 19 year old girls who are also being treated like this after walking into a world of sex work. I can't even, I mean, I get down and depressed thinking about it sometimes. How are they dealing with Where it? Where do they go? You Where know? can they go? Exactly. They don't, they don't? have anywhere to oh. go. I mean, there's a couple of, I'm not 
well versed in knowing, so I wouldn't be able to tag anyone. But there's a couple of things that are, I think, starting to circulate finely. Desert on AIDS uh, project yes, in Palm Springs what, yes. is working, uh, working with Trent Ducati. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. this is such a great statement, and this is the reality yeah. of porn. Yeah. Just like you come from reality TV, there's also a reality there. Stigma. The people watching at home, I think you have to understand who who's actually be watching this and the permission that you're giving people to explore their own sexuality. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's God, so many yeah. straight guys out there that, that are actually into uh, trans women. Mm-hmm. And yes. they don't know it, but then they've it's seen it so and it puts huge. it in their consciousness. And they're in like, it's maybe funny. it's okay. Maybe I can follow through with what's going to satisfy and give me a check mark in my huh? life. Oh, you guys, more rapid fire. Oh. Okay, but I got to know, we have to do rapid fire. So boom, boom, boom. Uh, you can have drinks or smoke out with anybody from history who has passed. Who would it be? You go first. Oh, um, my grandpa. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I was not going that I route. would drink. He's, he's sober, so hopefully he would just have a... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, well, he had Jesus. 12 best friends. I think he'd be into it. Yeah. Uh, I would smoke weed with George Carlin. Oh. Yeah. Because he would talk about, like, comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite thing uh, about the other? So, you guys, and I'm going to ask you that about Br- Brandon. Mm. Favorite thing? Uh, his definitely personality and charismaticness. Yeah, he can I, make the whole room like just wonder what he's doing, and it's that, fabulous. That is true. Yeah, um, I love her attitude. It's um, intense at times, but <laughs> she's very um, confident, and I I love strong, confident women. Like that's just my thing. <laughs> Least favorite thing about each other. <laughs> His ability to lose everything. <laughs> That's my least favorite thing about myself. Too. That's why if you ever see me out and about, I always have a fanny pack on. People are like, I love your fanny pack. I'm like, it's because I lose everything. <laughs> I made fun of it on Friday. I was yeah. like, oh, uh, wow. It, like, We're doing before now? Yeah, like, literally, yeah, yeah. it's that bad. Okay, your least favorite thing about Sylvia? Um... Her OCD. <laughs> it's probably saved your ass. Of course times. it has. Hello, your favorite thing about shit. Brandon and your least favorite thing um, about Brandon. Not about Brandon because he's not here. How about about you? Oh, that's good. I'll no. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite thing about you would be um, your manifestation power. Like he puts things into motion. Mm. He puts it out there. Yeah. And yeah if I say it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. Somebody people are like, oh, we're gonna do a feature film with Tom Cruise, and it's like he's taken over L.A. and, and this yeah. whole scene. So that and my my least favorite would be oh geez, I'm gonna get in trouble. Um, no, <laughs> no, you can be, say it. No, because no, you handle your alcohol really well. <laughs> I, I I think that's I think that's for show too. Like the whole theme Did of the my show and things that? like that. Um, I would say it's the fact that you've never seen me for training yet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That okay, is so you with me. What's He's going to come do the wine me? yoga thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be there, but guess where I'm going to be? <laughs> <laughs> the bar. Uh, my favorite thing about you, um, you're, you're always there. Mm. Whether we see each other uh, not for three months or whatever. It's not like we hang out like every day. But you're, you're just always there for me. You're always saying, hey, you should meet this person. You should have this person on the show. I want you to connect with this PR rep. Which we know competition in this world is like. Right. I don't want them to know my contacts. You have nothing. People think abundance it. is limited. I it's know. not. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That's sweet of you. My least favorite thing about you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was trying to move it past that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like when we go out, you he is he is what he says. He's like, okay, 
in my fitness, we're going to have two drinks, and then we're going to go home. All right. My thing is like, no, no, we're going to get arrested. We're going to get a tattoo. We're going to get pancakes go at IHOP, and then you might be able to go home. Maybe. We may be. My alarm goes off. It's time to retire tonight. <laughs> it's like at 9 p.m. I'm like you. Bye-bye. I'm like, two drinks, let's go home. And this guy is like, two drinks, let's party until next week. I'm like, what's happening? Oh, All right. That's so true. The so habit... Or hobby, you think your fans would be surprised to know about? <sighs> it could be like, oh, I crochet. I play um, at least, I would say, a half hour to an hour of online slot machines a day. What? Yeah, I do. I would never in <laughs> I my do. life. I love gambling. Wow. I love slot machines. Yeah. Interesting. Uh huh. Like this. I would never know that. There you ever. go. I answered truthfully. Mine is Candy Crush. Oh, you like it's that? It's about yeah. 45 minutes a day. I don't have anything. Um, I'm a natural early riser. <laughs> no, you're not. I swear to God. What time really? do you wake I know up? we both are. We both no, I know you are. Yeah. What time do you wake up? Are you I usually ahead? wake up in between like 6 to 7.30-ish. Even if you go to bed like at 4? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? We both do, yeah. Because you guys are younger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, yeah. No. I want to talk about a certain aspect of your lives, which I think is more naked than porn which is stand-up comedy. Yeah. It's been a long part of your life. In fact, mm-hmm. you got into comedy before you got into adult film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Putting yourself out there, it's like, why? Mm. Uh, honestly, I think it, comedy came for me at a very life-saving point. It came to me um, when I was like 28, and it was after uh, all of those horrible life decisions that I was making. And uh, I was just going out and seeing a lot of comedy. And my buddy was performing like open mic nights and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. I wish I could do that. And he was like, well, you can. He was like, so he just put my name down in an open mic one night. And I went out and I did it. And that very first night, I didn't know what I was going to be talking about. But it went well for whatever reason. And I was addicted right then and there. And I did two years of comedy in Kansas City before I came out here to LA to like really try it. And then I didn't last long in LA. I lasted four months in LA. And then I went to Vegas for a year and a half. And that's where I met this guy. Well, that was because of the, the, the DUI that yeah. you talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah. I moved to Vegas and it sent her to Vegas and we met at an open mic. Yeah. At a trashy dive bar. Yeah. Ahead. But that's every comedian's story is mm. like, that's a part of the career. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah, you start in the crappiest places. And I mean, I still do crappy places all the time. I still do bar shows on oh, yeah. a regular basis. I uh, love trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. And honestly, it allowed me an outlet for a lot of things. And it allowed me to talk about the things in my life and and be very honest. And I think that's what a lot of people come away from my comedy. They're like, wow, that was super honest and very um, informative. <laughs> so. yeah, with a laugh afterwards. Yeah. yeah. No, but, it, but it's true because doing research for the show, you have some of your stand-up routines on YouTube. Yeah. Look up Sylvia Sage, a comedy. Eric uh, Steinecki says the show is very eye-opening and educational and fun. Who knew Wesley had this sensitive side? <gasps> he said he loves the honesty of the show. Oh, good. I love that. I'm very sensitive, too sensitive. Yeah, you are very, you definitely have, your mother allowed your femininity to come out, which is good. You were probably her only little girl. But I've seen both sides of you also. It's like, oh, for sure. Like, F him, like, uh, over it. Or I'm going to fight with somebody on social media. Like, there's that strength to you. But, like, I'm a mama's boy, too. We have that because we always know we can go home to mama. Yeah. 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 Who did you fight on social media? 
I Who mean, hasn't he fought on social I don't, media? I don't consider it fights because, you know, there's got to be a back and forth. Right. Like, if I say something, it's over. Right. No, but, 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 but <laughs> it's also very good because it was, like, uh, I forget, one of the porn stars no, said something about, like, oh, somebody was really too not. chubby. And he's like. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, and you, like, immediately. Came, came uh, to here's the defense. My, well, here's my thing. Like, if I'm on my social media and I happen to be following you, like, there comes a time that if I happen to see something during my time, I'm either going to notify you right then and there or just unfollow you so i'll do both if well you're your own network that's yeah. what people yeah. don't understand like, is social media is that. that's my bravo tv mm. yeah. you know that is that's your network like, your network we all yeah. deserve to to have that platform but and we still it's know up to what us. we're saying too like you what we said but, but like we still know what we're saying and we still know that we're gonna incite something like you didn't just say like oh really <laughs> yeah what oh, he please. does he does so your foray into comedy <laughs> He likes to light fire. Hey, I yes. like to push the boundaries. We yeah. grow when we're towards our, like the furthest away, like from he our comfort zone. He tries to run Let's those boundaries past me before he posts stuff. And I'd always <laughs> just go, girl, post whatever you want. Like I am, I am no part of that. I'm not going to retweet. I'm not going to comment. Like that's all it's you It's funny. Will. She, she lets you do it, but she's always there to be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is family. We're in this together. Like we met at an open mic in Las Vegas. She actually was the one that said you should get into porn. I got into porn, had the conversation with my family wow. because of that. Like, yeah. So, you know, even, I got every, money, honey. even everyday things at home, like on our social media, I'm like, girl, can I please? So you guys, we have to talk about uh, this is just leading up. What you guys have done, Sexy Funny Raw, is a very fun YouTube like self-filming, but you guys are actually taking it to the next level. Yeah. My viewers and listeners, you guys have because to check out Sexy yes. Funny Raw. Uh, girl, it's you. <laughs> um, that's premiering actually on this network at the end of the month. It's going to be uh, on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. You guys, Sexy Funny Raw, tell me a little bit about what it is. Uh, well, it's just basically a show with the two of us where we talk about everything from uh, sex. Sex. Yeah, everything Dating. sex, mishaps, even the yeah. funness, First the things, times. the things that you only, the things that you're even too afraid to ask Google. That's what I always say. With uh, life with a porn perspective. Yeah, come experience. You know, come experience. Yeah. I feel like in the five years that I've been in the adult industry, I have learned so much about myself Body, and about other, other people, people, about sexuality fetishes. in general. Yes, so much. Like I thought I was a quote unquote slut coming into the industry, and come to find out, I'm a huge prude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? So yes, yeah. there's so much out there, and what's great is because I am bottom level society at this point. People feel very open about telling you anything and everything because they feel like you aren't going to judge them. Yes. Because because you're already, yeah, judged. you're already down here. So they're like, oh, I can tell you anything. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, you can. I'm the troll under the bridge. Come on over here. Tell me your secrets. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so ridiculous do. when we're all participating in porn on some yeah. level. Whether you're married or have kids or whatever, we're all participating. You guys go to sexyfunnyraw.com. You guys are premiering uh, the 21st, right? Yeah. Yes. Easter. Oh, he has risen. You guys, we're also going to take a clip. Uh, we're going to take a look. I have to pee so bad, you have no idea. Oh. And then we're doing our final round of. We do uh, have an idea because you're rapid fire. Like, like that. We're going to take a look at He's Fit with Craig Ramsey oh. and Wesley Woods. Oh yeah. my God. It's time for. You're gonna spin the wheel and whatever body part it lands on, you're gonna show us an exercise. 
of that body part. <laughs> okay. You never know what it could be. The options are endless. It's totally up to chance. <laughs> Touch my peg and give it a good hard tug. Okay. Here we go. Oh my goodness. Yes, what will it be? What are we going to see you work out? Oh, it's cake. Okay. You're going to give us a cake workout? Totally, I can do that for you. Yeah, what do you got for us? Ooh, my favorite one is called the look back and wink. Oh, look back and wink. Yeah, you know, like when you're at the gym, you, someone's cruising on you, say, you know, like how you were earlier. I might just look back and oh, wink. Oh, yeah. look back and wink. Yeah. Show us again. Show us again. You know, walking in the gym, look yeah. back and wink. Oh, wow. And how is this exactly burning calories and working the booty? Well, you know, it's what you're doing <laughs> after that's really burning the calories. But there's variations of it. You don't even have to actually wink. You can just look back and wink. And doing it with a positive attitude is sure. going to work those glutes. Yes. Yeah, so I'll try it too, OK? All right, so I'm cruising you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's you are. up? Hey. Oh, yeah. Wait, I sense you behind me. I'm gonna look back and wait. Yeah. Is that good? It'll give you a lot of cardio exercise, you know, once you perfect it, yes. Once once you make that All right, you guys have to watch the full episode. (laughs) Ridiculously fun. What I love, Craig, is, you know, we've been talking about like our... Hangouts? Well, but yes, but also like, your brand has always, has always been like, oh, we're married. People are like, oh, do you guys play around and whatever? Like, there's always sexual stuff. This show is very sexual, which oh, is yeah. very different for your brand. Totally. So, how did you deal with that kind of change? Uh, I'm still dealing with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it. In fact, even when I showed up, it, it was sold to me in a, in a slightly different way. Uh, so, I think that taking what was a very successful five-minute uh, short digital series and making it into a whole TV program uh, for Out TV and numerous other outlets, um, there's so much more content uh, that was in there. So, I, I'm in the, the first line is, "I'm Craig Ramsey. I'm not wearing any underwear. I mean, I yeah. always wear underwear. I'm." I never wear boxes. I wear briefs. Like everything, I wear dance belt for so many years. Like so, ball ball shaft head on that show for me was very revealing. Yeah. Well, for me to watch it as your friend, it mm-hmm. was also was like oh 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 my, whole, my you, audience you never yeah. To, to take that to what stereotypically is my Bravo audience and, and mm-hmm. have it um, mesh, I think it, it surprised people, but it also allows people to have fun and explore themselves and not take themselves so seriously. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Wait, what's it? What? Oh. oh. All right, this is our final rapid fire: guilty pleasure food. Oh, and when the we ice went cream. Out, oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because we went out. We were at Tom Tom, and you're like, nothing spicy, nothing oh, like would taste. Nothing was spicy. like. There was like nothing you could eat. Guilty pleasure food. Uh, Mama's homemade chicken and dumplings with a gallon of whole milk right beside it. Now you know the way to his heart. Okay. Uh, mac and cheese. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You? Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst gift you've ever received? An engagement ring. Oh my oh. god. That's that's big. Yeah, that's Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> I think that's the best response I've ever had. Oh my god. I don't you have to go. I don't know. Um, worst gift uh, I I would say um, Oh, I have one. And then go ahead. Do you do? Do you no. do it for me? No, 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 no. no. Oh no, I no. have one. I have one. Okay, <laughs> give it. Uh, I don't think it was the worst gift, but it's a very odd gift. My mother gave um, 
me a cooler of meat one year <laughs> for Christmas. Are you vegetarian or? No, vegan? I'm not a vegetarian, but, no, but that's, just a, that's weird. just a weird. Yeah, it was like a, this is your like Merry Christmas. Here's some beef. Like, <laughs> she got like her cuts of beef. They had beef ca- the they have cow- <laughs> They have cows and they slaughtered a cow and there's five grown children. That, that so they makes it. they gave all five grown children like a, a cooler <laughs> of meat. It's like remember the cow you used to ride when you were a kid. Hey, here's yeah. Bessie. We yeah. had that. Her name was Steaks. Yeah. What was? Oh my god, that's years. so sad. Yeah. My worst laugh. one um, yep. was uh, a shopping spree that I didn't know was a shopping spree from uh, a rich gentleman who uh, oh. nothing's ever for free. Let's oh, just put it yeah, that way. Oh yeah, of course. So it was just oh. years, if not a decade, of of just hearing from someone for oh lord for a oh. gift. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What would you say to your 16 year old self, Wesley? Go first. Hmm. Fuck it up because you're gonna anyways. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, work on your body right now, so in two years you can get into porn. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you would have got it sooner. Yeah, so same. much sooner. Oh I love it. They, they called you milf from like day one. Yeah, right? well, I started at thirty. It's ridiculous. Hold on, it's a good story. Yeah. That's though. a milf. Yeah, like the actors you're working with are older than you. <laughs> yeah. True story, by the way. That's true. A lot of my male counterparts that are playing my sons are older than me. So and I love it's like, oh, well, this is our vacation, and what would you like to do today? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of research. Are we talking about the incest one? Yes, that's it. Vacation house. It looked amazing, by the way. It's good, best rated. Yeah. (laughs) Highly. I would say um, have more confidence in being who you are and bring that to your work. For for dec- for the mm. whole decade of on Broadway, I I always delivered what I thought casting and people needed to to see and playing a role, and I needed to bring more of me into all that. I would say mm. I, from the like I've seen pictures and footage, and like you played the role perfectly. It was like I know Craig now, and it's like yeah. I don't really see you in mm. in, in those except for Frankenfurter. Uh, Kurt, just play the picture we have of Craig as Frankenfurter. As by the Rocky, way. Rocky, R- in, Rocky, in yeah, Rocky, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a boa. And no, I think it's to the right. Yeah, I didn't get those roles it's in Broadway to the right though. And up. And my understudies. Um, to the right. I, right, 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 right. I do there my career go. justice oh, so better now. Yeah. Yeah, I do my career be- better now for bringing who I am. I love that photo though. Thank I'm you. in love with yeah. it. That's his grinder. She's got legs. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. So Bowser. Uh, you guys, what a fun episode. Are great. we done? We. we it went, in fact, we oh. went over. Kurt's oh, like, sad. he has oh. to use his Harry Potter one to change the channel. <laughs> That's so Hi, sad. Kurt. I could Hi, hang Kurt. out with her all night. Well, you guys, we can hang out with you guys more on Sexy Funny Raw. Yes. yes. Coming up. And then we're coming to Stretch a Reason to Wine. Yay. Where can our listeners and viewers find you? Please come find me on social media at Craig Ramsey Fit. Got it. Uh, you can find me on social media, The Wesley Woods. T-H-E-W-S-L-E-Y-W-O-D-S. And you can find me on Instagram at the Sylvia Sage, S I L V I A S A I G E, and all other social media platforms under Sylvia Sage. Three eyes. That's boop, right. Boop, 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 <laughs> boop. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you for our guest. Thank you for my <coughs> guest co Kurt. Kurt, thank you so much. Mama Rose in the chat room. <laughs> Craig. Craig. I'll take Kurt too. Oh, did I say <laughs> it again? He did it that's again. So do, do I look like a Kurt? I guess I no. could. Well, because Kurt's here. So yeah. it's but hard. that's so weird. I mean, yeah. I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah, we'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Brother. It's so weird. Uh, thank <laughs> you, Stoli Vodka, Here TV, our loyal listeners. Next week, we celebrate women in TV kicking ass and taking names Woo. with veteran uh, actresses Marlene Forte and Ali- Alicia Coppola. Mm. You guys. 
they've done literally every show from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime to ABC, NBC. We're talking about women in film. We're coming at yes. you. Share us, tweet us, DM us. See you next Tuesday. Woo! This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.